Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi guys, episode two of Playing Out from the Back uh, podcast. Um, we are down to two. Um, no, we didn't get someone sent off, but we did lose Aaron White to uh, Ramsey's Revenge at Cheshire. Um <laughs> So I'm joined by uh, Mo Spencer and uh, myself, Sam Morgan, will be taking us through a couple of topics um, from last week's Premier League games. Um, we'll be discussing, obviously, how teams have got on, um, how certain individuals have, have played. Um, and we'll do a little roundup of uh, next week's games and uh, we'll give you our score predictions. And you can come at us as much as you like, um, even if we are uh, extremely right every time. I'd like to think we are. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if not, you know, let us know. Um, we want to interact with you as, as much as possible. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the, the first edition. Um, it looked like you guys did, um, going from the feedback. Um, but yeah, let's let's get cracking into this next episode. Um, I'm going to start off, which is probably the, the strangest um, point to start. There's two Arsenal fans um, talking about Spurs. Um, I just, I suppose, looking at what they've done and everyone else and what they've brought in, um, do, do you think that they need to bring more in? Do they need to invest? Because other teams right now, you know, been splashing the cash or signing people up. What, what are your thoughts, mate? Uh, first thing, first thing uh, before I go to Spurs, I just want to say I warned Aaron about the implications of the Ramesses revenge and too much candy floss. He obviously didn't listen, and here we are now down to down to two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, with Spurs, I mean, this has been going on for a, a while. This does uh, do Spurs need to invest now? Spurs have had a, a good start in eleven for for a fair few years. Yes, that's correct. But a, a good start in eleven doesn't win doesn't win titles. It's been proven over the years. Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man U, all the big. The big teams that have won the Premier League have always had strength in depth. Um, 
they need a forward. They've needed a forward for five, six years. They've needed a forward. I mean, and the, the argument's always, oh, you know, the forward's going to come in and he's going to be second to Kane and what forward wants to come in and be second to Kane? And I've got two points on this. If you're if you're competing in four competitions every season, four big competitions that you want to that you want to win, even your second striker is going to play 30, 35 games. Yeah. So I, I don't understand where this where this this thing of no one wants to come in because they'll be behind Kane. And then when you put on on top of that, Kane's Kane's versatile. He can drop into the ten position if needed to more game time, and he suffers quite badly from injuries. He had three months off, two, three months off every season. More yeah. games. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I struggle with this one where they can't bring in a centre forward. I mean, what, what do you think on that? I think, I think when it comes down to the centre forward thing, that, like you said, that's something that they've not addressed for years. They've had, um, is it Janssen, I think they had on the bench sitting in there. Um, they've had players that are like Lorente. Um, and even then, when they've gone to, they've never really had a proper plan B. That's the trouble. Is that the, when they put on a Lorente, they put on a Janssen, It was very much still playing the same way as if they were he was Harry Kane, and it was just like for me, you know, that is not your your plan B. I think if you look at, you know, I'm gonna go with I'll go with United. So I'm not always talking about Arsenal, but you know, they they they're front three. When you're looking, you're going you're gonna go Greenwood, Martial, Rashford. When they do need to change it up, and that is not working. They still got a Galo. Now, I'm not saying he's a, you know, he's not going to be a top top striker. But when he comes on, he changes the dynamic. There's a there's a plan B there. And if someone like Martial got injured, you know, he could still kind of play the same system by playing um, someone else through the middle. Rashford could play through the middle. They can then bring on uh, um, speedboat no driver Danny James. You know, they could put yeah. him could put him in. Um, but it, with Tottenham, they don't have it. They then suddenly rely on Son. And I think teams are becoming quite wise to that. That saying, well, actually, if Kane's not in, what's the next threat? Son, deal with it. Yeah. You know, there's not yeah. multiple threats at the moment. And to be honest, I think just as a whole, you need to freshen up your team. Yeah. Um, even when you're on top, you freshen up the team. You know, yeah. that's an argument yeah. with Liverpool at the moment. And you know, you yeah. look at the the great managers like you know we're talking about Premier League great managers. We'll talk about Marie, um We'll talk about Mourinho. We'll talk about um, Wenger. We'll talk about Fergie. Even though when they've won a championship, a championship. Do they go, oh, yeah, well, this team is good enough to win the championship. They're going to go and do it again. No. They're, 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 they're adding quality all the time to even against their best players because it, it makes that next player who's felt comfortable, not so comfortable, and probably go in and try and up their game to cement their position. Harry Kane yeah. turns up. He could turn up in a set of Crocs, nothing. You know, he could break every rule <laughs> going. They're going to they're gonna play him. Do you know what I mean? Could, Played a game yeah. with a cigar in his mouth because he hasn't really got anyone sort of challenging him, and that's their their issue. Now, not only that, they lost the experience in Vertonghen. Yeah. Um, you know, Vertonghen and, and Alderweireld for me are you know for a long time were probably the best, and I hate to say it, were the best certainly back partnership for a while in the Premier League. Like in terms of consistency, um, you know, you got Hugo Lloris. Now that that, that three dead, they were aging. Fair enough. You knew it was coming. You know that you're going to have to make some changes at some point. You might have to bring freshen it up. They got rid of Vertonghen and then they've decided to put Eric Dyer in there with uh, Davison Sanchez at times. Who are again not great. All the all the wide world is 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 getting on. I just feel like they're they're just not 
going anywhere. Now, is it because of the? Yeah. Is it because of the stadium? Mm, maybe, but you know, a lot of that, a lot of that money did come from the NFL as well. Yeah. So they haven't forked out for it altogether. You're doing yeah. some performance. There's still money. There's still money coming in. You got. Yeah. You then got the issues with. Um, Danny Rose not given a squad number. You go on their website, yeah. not only has he not got a squad number, he didn't get this year's new photo. So you've got to be like, well, he's on his way out. So what are they gonna yeah. do with what are they gonna do with that money? That you yeah. start you start ruffling a few feathers, you start putting a bit of bad like feelings around that squad. Yeah. Come on, you've got to lift it. And sometimes lifting it is is with with players. someone fresh coming in and a and a plan. They you know what? In... I was I was I was looking at it. Sorry, I was just sorry to cut it. I was just looking at it, and you, th- the thing is, Spurs actually do spend a bit of money. But when you look at the team, when you look at the team and the signings, it's like they don't sign players that might that might fit in the team or fit into a new system. It's like they just sign players. Yeah. So, like when you look at like Tanga and Dombele, the season they signed him, I thought he was one of the the best mid midfielders in, in Europe. I saw him play against Man City a couple of times that year for Leon. I thought, how have they how have every how has everyone let Spurs get this player? They've brought Giovanni Giovanni uh, Lo another good player was doing well in Europe and um and stuff. But then then you just then you look at some other side. You look at Jensen Fernandez. It's just a random side Pierre Pierre Hoiberg. It's just a random signing. I don't think it's like it's not like buying players to fit a system and a structure. It's just like buying players. So when yeah. you look at the team, you say, well, do they need to strengthen? Do they need a centre midfielder? Do they need a right winger? They've got uh, Son who can play on the wing. They've got Bergvine. They've got Lucas Moura. But it's just like, I, you, I, I can't see like a... There's not like a structure a, to it, is there? Yeah, like a structure to the signing. Mm. It's, it's almost just loads of, loads of signings and... And then let's see if we could uh, get something working. I still look at it and I still think they need a they need a boss in the midfield. Um, Musa Sissoko, what is he? Where, where's the replacement for Musa Dembele? That's oh what they need. Where that, is that, that guy? Where that is that guy? There, that one there is still the strangest thing. Now, um, I'm not going to say I'm going to be this guy that knows every footballer in the world. Uh, but anyone that I have spoke to that has played, played the game um, at that level or in around it, or we've come up against Dembele, all I hear is this guy is the best player I've ever played against or with. And that goes from anyone that's anyone. Mm. Now you start you start looking at that game and these guys are you know people have played against you know some top quality players but his name always gets mentioned always mm. in discussion. Now it, you can listen you can sell you can sell good players that happens. I'm not you can't I'm not saying you can't do that. But you best have a ready made replacement yeah, or yeah. a young player that's at least going to shadow this guy to then filter out. Mm-hmm. They chopped him out quick time. I think he went in January, in fact, in the in a January window. Yeah, quietly, last quietly, very like quietly. Yeah. Maybe not so quietly to a lot of Tottenham fans, but very quietly. And like you said, they brought in Hoiberg now, and I'm like, I'm looking at it, this guy's not not that. So Soko, hot and cold for me. And there's days the guy looks like, yeah, I wouldn't fancy. Wouldn't fancy that, but then there's other days I'm like, the guy's kicking it out of play and can't find a five yard pass. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you, it's just, it's just not right. So for for me, in short, yes, they do need to invest, and I agree with you. I think that they do need to find some sort of system um, 
to, you know, maybe it is the back, in the background that they do need to, to sort out to whether it's the scouting or whoever it is that is, is obviously bringing these, bringing these guys in. Cause hmm. it, it, it is, and get a striker. God, yeah. I mean, honestly. I think, I think for Levy, I think for Levy is, is, is less of a player, more of a deal. Mm. So th- I think this is where the point. Like, even watching the, even watching the documentary, every second word, and I get it, I get it, but every second word of his is about financials. Every mm. second word. So it, it, for him, he's not going to go out of his way to get the right player. But if he gets a good player on a deal, he'll take it. Do you, do you understand where I'm coming yeah. from? And yeah. Maybe that's where the squad is built up with a bit of a tiny bit of mismatching um, all around the team and and now it's maybe caught up with them I mean they were they were one of the worst on the opening day if not the worst to be honest um, in terms of uh, performance so it's a big job there for Jose now yeah I think, I, I, unless he gets a couple of signings and and you know you know I'm not going to take anything from Jose because you know I don't like people that are obviously give it, jumping up and down and um, at the end of the day, you know, he has he has won things. He's won things that managers will only dream of and, and obviously players will, will dream of. But, you know, he's in, he's always invested and I think he's always had quite a lot of say on who he brings in um, as well. You know, he's yeah. he, even, at, even at when he came in at Chelsea, you know, he wanted, you know, players were float, being floating about to him all the time because obviously Abramovich, you know, had his Monopoly money out. Um, yeah. And, but he was like, nope, don't go for this. I want this person. This person fits yeah. my system. And he, he was like, okay, great. Went out and got him. There was no ifs, buts, and like you say, bottom line on the on the money. It wasn't like that. Yeah. yeah. But even yeah. if you even if you look at even if you look at Jose Mourinho, it's another mismatch. It's just another yeah. mismatch. Like, it's like the squad. He's he so they've got a mismatch squad and now they've got a mismatch manager. It's just mismatch all round. Do you see what I mean? Do, do you not just... feel do you not feel it's almost like a it's almost like an MLS side, right? You know, <laughs> you know in, in a in the States it's like, oh, this person's available. Yeah, we're taking because of the name. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, doesn't yeah. you know, you dude, you've just signed ten goalkeepers. Why have you done that? Oh yeah, but they're all names, they've all done something. Yeah. That's kind of how it is. And I'm just like yeah. like you said, you now on head. Jose Mourinho was not a Spurs manager. You've gone yeah. from a free-flowing, attacking uh, manager mindset of, of Pochettino, someone that is putting his arms around someone constantly, protects his players, wouldn't say a bad word in front of the press. No matter what goes on in the background, he's not saying it in front of the press to complete opposite. Now, mm-hmm. if you go complete opposite, surely then those all a lot, a lot of players don't fit the system. Since Jose Mourinho come in, has come in, has anyone seen Deli Ali? Pick someone, pick up the phone to Deli Ali and find out how he is because I haven't seen him. <laughs> Make sure he's all right because you know these these lads there, you know, they're not going to fit that system. And how they are, how they conduct themselves potentially on and off the pitch is not a Jose Mourinho player for me. Yeah, so agreed. Do they need to I agree on that? Yes, but they need to sell what is not going to fit that system. And for for the players' sake and for their own individual sake, if you want to play football. And continue to play at that, that level. Go and find a manager that suits you, and not yeah. Jose Mourinho. Agreed, agreed on that for sure. Yeah, agreed on that for sure. Yeah, right. We've we've spoke about Tottenham way too long. Um, you know, <laughs> I was enjoying that. I was enough. enjoying it. No, because it was all bad news, so I quite enjoyed it. But uh, <laughs> we spoke about spoke about it for too too long. Um, I hope that doesn't come back to bite us at the end of the season. Um, but you know. 
it was great to have football back. Um, yeah. It was it was nice. I mean, from you obviously watching um, the games last week and obviously getting a chance to do that, was there any sort of surprises to you? Anything that stood out? Um, well, I mean, you know, I got I got I got slain a little bit for last week's podcast saying um, I think Leeds will finish top eight. Uh, some people <laughs> laughed me out of town, but um, I think after seeing what uh, what a game they gave the league champions, I'm sure that they'll change sort of their their, their view on that. I, I went to um, I watched uh, Leeds Arsenal. I think it was it FA Cup or League Cup last season at the Emirates? It was FA Cup, FA Cup, uh, FA Cup, and I couldn't believe how much they were able to dominate us first half you know we were just we were in a little bit of an arteta bounce at the time as well and tactically when i watched them and i saw the things that they were trying to do and how persistent they are with it this is where this is where the teams that come up from the championship to the premier league excel so you look at your walls they've got a structure yeah, uh, they've got their set of tactics. It's very difficult to play against. They maintain it, and they do well in the Premier League. You got Sheffield United. They come up. They got their tactics. They got their structure. Very difficult to play against. They do well in the Premier League. Where teams fall away, you get teams like Fulham this season, and you got a team like uh, who was it last season that tried to cut Norwich. They tried to come up and they tried to play. Um, an attacking an attacking way against teams that are better at it with better players. You just yeah. get found out. Yeah, you 100%. have to have a structure, a way of playing which is balanced, and that's what causes problems for Premier League teams. And Leeds have got that. I'm telling you, it's a minimum top half finish for Leeds this season. Um, and I, I'm honestly, I'm I'm, I'm going to stick by it. Top top eight, I'll say, um, for them this season. I think I think top eight for me. I I, I mean I'm not going to disagree with you like how well they did. Um, I think top eight is still rich just because of watching uh, the likes of Everton. Um, you know how Wolves obviously are going to going to play as well. Um, I, I think that um, I think that might be a little bit rich um, if you add the what we call the top six and with with yeah. Everton and, and and Wolves in there. Top half finish definitely I, I think is. Um, yeah, definitely in there for for sure. Um, in terms of what I, you know, I, I agree. I think Leeds it was it was great to have them back in the Premier League because you know it is me reminiscing my um, ninety four Premier League ninety four sticker albums and stuff with with Leeds <laughs> in and stuff. So yeah. it was uh it was it was it was nice to have them back. It's like that 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 sort of uh, you got Leeds and, yeah Leeds Sheffield yeah. United in there as well. It's it's nice it's it's nice yeah. to have that. And uh, I mean, but I've got to say. I don't know if it is a surprise or um, it's just normal service resumes. West Ham, when are they going? When are they going to? It just, you know, when are they going to learn? Yeah, you know, you've got, to, you know, they don't take these games. I feel like they just don't take it seriously. Like Newcastle and West Ham at the moment for me are like it's sort of le- level pegging in, in terms of where they're at ambition wise um, within the Premier League and. Newcastle got it spot on. I said in last last week's podcast, I said if they get Wilson and Fraser, which they obviously went and did, they'll go and do they'll go and do well out of that. They won't they won't see that bottom that bottom um, bottom free scrap. 
because they've gone and invested in the right things. They looked at what they needed. They got, uh, you know, they got people fresh. They got Andy Carroll fresh as well. But another another threat. West Ham, their bench. I think um, they got rumblings. Obviously, Felipe Anderson sitting on the bench. I think they had like, um, yeah, Yamaleko was on the on the um, on the bench as well. And it's, it's all their attacking threats that really, you know, will unlock teams. Yeah, were on the bench and. Yeah. You're coming up against a Newcastle side, who I think, as I say, a level pegging. You don't, you, you know, that can this can kickstart where you're obviously going to how your season goes a little bit. But now you find yourself you lost a game instantly. There's one, there's one down. Um, they just, I feel like there's a lack of ambition there. And I don't, and please don't, the fans don't kill me. Cause I know you love your club, but I'm talking off the pitch. Is there ambition enough, or have we got another owner, kind of Daniel Levy style? Where all it comes down to is that bottom, the bottom line. Have we got, you know, did we finish in the black? That's it's, what it's. That's what it comes down to, and it's, it's not a footballing thing. It's a, it's a strange one. It's a strange one for West Ham. I said, I said uh, on the, on the pod last week, it could end three 0 to either side, and you know, after your comments, I went away and had a look at Newcastle signings, and for me, arguably, they've had behind Chelsea on paper in my opinion, probably the second best window. I mean, the, the positions and the players, all premiership quality, all proven, um, get goals, get assists. You look at the the, the 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 front line, they've got plenty going on up there. They've always been quite solid at the back. I think they've had a good window. Um, but with West Ham, looking on Twitter at their fans, um, it's actually quite funny, right? So they've got, they started with Jared Bowen, uh, Mark Noble, Fornals and Antonio as the front four. On the bench, they had Lanzini, Felipe Anderson, Yarmolenko and Haller. Yeah? <laughs> you have to make those four work. That's your job. That If you're a manager uh, at West Ham, you go in there and you've got to find a way a, a system or a way of playing that allows Lanzini, Anderson, Yarmolenko and Haller to work. Because once you do that, you're getting goals. You've then got to start thinking about the defensive strength. Now, West Ham, it seems like since the start of Premier League time, have never had a strong defence. I, I actually don't know what it is but I feel like they've never had, there's never been a season where you say, oh, West Ham looks solid at the back. Yeah. They're not going to concede any goals. And you know what I mean? I always just think, oh, West Ham, every game I think could be 3 0 to them, but it might also be 3 0 to the other side. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it is like that. And it, that is the, uh, they are a prime example of the roller coaster for fans. Um, I suppose, you know, they're going to be on a high. Um, you know, on on a, on a Saturday, um, and then yeah, literally, you know, the, the, that next game on a Tuesday, back in the low, and they're getting relegated in their minds. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. a tough, it is a tough one, and there's no those those teams difference between. I say this at any level, you know, if you haven't got the consistency, you're always going to be in a dogfight after that, you know, and that's where um, you know West Ham will always at the moment fall into. They've had um, they should have these issues, you know, they practically rent their stadium, so you know this. <laughs> they should just have be having quite a lot of profits coming in, obviously off of the Premier League. What they haven't had in a while, um, and this is where I hate to say it, where someone like Declan Rice, if someone's saying that they're going to pay eighty million for Declan Rice, my God, take the money. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know, I know how they they love Bands it. Fans will be rioting. Right. Yeah, they love it. But listen, you know, you hate me as much as you like. He's a homegrown Chelsea player. You, you've taken yeah. him, you know, fair enough. They they got rid, but he's, you know, he's he's from that neck of the woods, and yeah. you know, he's he's a he's a he's a Chelsea boy. Let him go. Yeah. Take the eighty million and go and invest in the players. Or is it a case that they don't, they don't trust David Moyes with eighty million <laughs> because it's one yeah. of the, one of the two, one of the two. But get get it right. Yeah, you know, to they, be they, fair to them, to be fair to them, they get green. They bought in Pellegrini. They 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 bought in Pellegrini and they backed him. They did. They give him his players. It's, but then it looked like they made a mistake on Pellegrini. So you, they, they they give they give um they give the board grief the West Ham fans. But they did try with Pellegrini. They tried to get a, a manager in, proven Premier League experience, proven uh, experience. Proven Premier League winner, they tried to back him and it went wrong. So, yeah, you know, it, 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 for them, they're just looking at it thinking we cannot leave the Premier League. And then when you look at that, you say, who's a safe bet? Moyes, the old guard, Moyes, Allardyce, like mm. <laughs> all the old guard, isn't it? That's that's what they. That's what they. But, but they missed. I think they. I think they did Allardyce wrong. To be honest, I think Allardyce found his club that would have he would have got them where they needed to to be um and i think they did i think they did him wrong to be honest and if they had actually um you know put him in a position now where he had some of these players now i think he would have got a bit more out of them if you gave sam analyse 80 million you know he's finding some lad in portuguese division two that we will start talking about you know he had he had the right background stuff he had the right scouts that would go and go and do that and i think when you're at a certain level you you do have to have a good scouting system because you need to get everything before the big boys do and then you you know that is the unfortunately that is the world it's going to go to you're going to have to find someone from some obscure league or team get them in you know you've you've done the done the right job they've played a season and a half they've you bought them for like whatever it is a, mi- a million pound, and then eventually, you know, you do sell them for thirty million plus. You go and get yeah. the next one. You go and get the next four or five on the conveyor belt. You go. Yeah, but yeah. West Ham have West Ham have always heavily relied on their youth system. Now, yeah. as people's youth systems have grown and grown, you know, you you know before, at the end of the day, before you know, Mo, you know the system. A lot yeah. of it, a lot back in the day, you you literally just had your local players, like yeah, your Wimbledon's, your Fulham's, your Arsenal's. They stuck to their area yeah. a little bit, but now you have got yeah. Crystal Palace scouts in Southampton, yeah, got, um, yeah. up north. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're all over the place now, so they're taking little pockets now. Back yeah. in the day, those lads that you know, West Ham, your lads, you know, they're a bit like what we got in South London, the East London boys. You know, that that concrete football. Where you're pull, yeah. pulling those stars off and getting them into the academy, that doesn't yeah. exist so much now yeah. in terms of staying local because someone else yeah. is going to get them. And then yeah. lo and behold, we're in the Premier League, and they're going, "Oh yeah, he such and such was was playing here or born here." And you're like, "Well, how come the local team didn't have them?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and West that's Ham have gone now. That's all gone. So yeah. West Ham are heavily reliant on that, and we're not seeing. You know, we're not seeing. I don't think for a while we will see, at West Ham we'll see a Joe Cole. No, 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 no. That's that. That I think those those days are gone. Them players end up at Man City, Man U, Chelsea. Like them days are gone. Them days are gone. Them days are gone. The best teams get them players now. It, it's just not going to happen. Jaden, I'll tell you, Jaden Sancho. There you go. London lad. 
Man City. Mm. Yeah. Still didn't make it there. He's ended up at Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, another one. So, for me, yes, it, uh, West Ham, is it a surprise they lost? No. Is it a surprise that they haven't gone about and done anything about it and changed their ways? That's the biggest surprise. Um, yeah. And that's the, that's the, the painful um, piece at the moment um, uh, for, for them. But on to, on to maybe some brighter news. Um, mm-hmm. And people can smile about. What would you <laughs> say um, of all the new signings that have come? Yeah, and what we've seen. Who, who, who do you feel at the the best debut, man? Uh, best debut. I'm not going to say Gabe, uh, Gab, Gabriel because <laughs> um, you know we're just uh, you know I will get nah. We'll anyway, it was, it, it was a good. You know, I mean, he made a few mistakes and stuff like that, but he was good. He was solid. Looks quick. Looks big. I like him. Um, I'm going to go for um, Alan. Uh, okay. For Everton, yeah. Um, the sort of player that four, five, six Premier League clubs need: good holding midfielder, solid on the ball, uh, gives it simple but can deliver uh, a good range of passing. Um, reminding me of the young Fernandinho. He fouls at the right time. Yeah. Um, he goes short at the right time. He goes long at the right time, and he always goes forward. Um, I really liked him. Um, I, I've got to be honest. I didn't. I've seen him play in the Champions League a couple of times. Only when the English teams are playing uh, Napoli, um, and I thought he was all right. Um, but when I watched him uh, against Tottenham, I really liked him. Um, so looking around that at debuts, you know, there was a few here and there. I, what, I was quite keen to look at the Chelsea boys. I really liked Werner, yeah, another player. Um, it might be your one, to be fair, but I, I, I actually didn't realise how effective he was. He, he's, he's very good at going in behind. He links up well. He breaks at a ridiculous speed with and without the ball. So he was, he was a close, close second. Uh, but I'm going to go with yeah, Alan. What about yourself? Um, I, again, I'm just going to put a shout out to to William coming out. Um, a lot of pressure there. Um, but to Two assists, maybe the third, if you want to call that little tap to Lacazette um, on, on his debut. So, big, big shout out to him um, on, on that one. Um, but I am actually going to say, I'm going to say Werner. I know, just I'm watching him and I'm just like, this guy is a, he played the, he played that first Premier League game like he'd been in, in the league for a while. Agreed. Um, Agreed. The pace, like a lot of people when they come into this think, oh, the pace. The, the physicality now. If you're playing up up top, and listen, you're coming up against Lewis Dunk, who's no who's no no um, no fool as a, a, in the Premier League, should we say? Yeah. You know, yeah, done well. And I think yeah. he's probably he set he set himself off early quite a few times because he probably thought you know because of the pace he caught, got caught offside a few times. The yeah. guy doesn't need to. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's frightening. It's actually yeah. frightening. Um, yeah. So. I, I'm, I'm, I hate to say it, Chelsea fans need to be really excited about the guy. Uh, yeah. To be honest, um, so I was, I was very, very impressed. Um, obviously, what, what, um, what he had to do. Um, but I, I agree with you with Alan and Hamas Rodriguez in that Everton side. You know, I mean, the guys, Hamas Rodriguez. You, everyone's looking at. Well, why did no one else take the gamble? <laughs> Sam, I'll be honest, right? I'll be honest with this. Um, and I'm quite vocal about it. I don't believe 
that James Rodriguez will be that much of a success in the Premier League. And th- this this is just this is just you know his prof like the profile of player he is like a silky number ten. Sometimes in the Premier League, that sort of profile of player really struggle. Now I know he's with Ancelotti. He plays his best football with Ancelotti. And I, to be honest, when I saw him on uh, when I saw him in the game, I thought right comes in. He has a shot. He, he, he's switching the play well. He's dangerous. He sees things that other players don't see, and I like I like that. But I just I don't know, man. I don't know in an Everton team where they're getting dominated, the, the, the possessions getting dominated by the other team for for sixty seventy percent. What's Hammers Rodriguez going to offer? It, mm. I mean, he could he could stick a free kick in the top corner. He could score a worldie, but is that going to be every week? Uh, you know, I, you know, I'm ju- I'm just a bit sceptical on that one. I mean, a, a lot of people would disagree. I'm sure, I think even you disagree. You like him as a player, but for me, I'm just I'm sceptical on the James Rodriguez one. Okay, okay. Now, we'll, if, listen, there's, we could be talking about Werner in a couple of weeks, going, "Oh my God, he's fat, he's a failure." But <laughs> we, <laughs> it, such, such is football, and and the, the great thing is it gives gives us uh, more stuff to talk about. So um, yeah. yeah, that's that is that is good. But um, I think. I don't know. In that system, I think certain managers again. We go back to that Mourinho thing. You know, you you bring in a player that suits your style because that's what you're going to put on the tactics board come Saturday afternoon. Um, you can't start putting you know round pegs uh, round pegs into square holes. And some managers have done that. And um, I don't think Ancelotti's looking to do that. Um, not a debut, but Dominic Calvert Lewin, yeah, will will be up there. Top goal scorers yeah. this year. He, he he's big coming on. Statement. Big statement. He he big no he. Statement. I am putting that in there. And come on, that that can't be. Uh, I, I can't be up there with some of your like Man United coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel I feel a little bit safer there. I feel a bit more reserved. Mm. Saying he'll be up there um, amongst the uh, obviously the Bamiangs and Bardis who just make it easy. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I think that leads nicely into um, some good news for Arsenal fans. An absolute relief. I, I knew it was coming, but there's always a part with Arsenal. It could be some madness. Um, but uh, uh, signing his signing his new deal. Uh, how happy are you, man? I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm 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 proper happy. I, I was quite I was quite confident. Um, with Mikel talking, Arteta talking, and the, the the things he said, I trust Arteta. I don't believe he's a he's a chancer. I don't believe he's a he's a he's a he's a liar. The way he was acting throughout the whole thing, you could see where Abamyang was at. At the start, he wasn't sure. It moved on to probably not. Then it moved back on to I could see the project, and you. Arteta was was like delivering that message to us in his interviews. You see what I mean? And the minute Arteta said he was confident, I knew. I knew. He he knows. He knows. He's the one that sees him every day, and he knows. And I know a lot of people have this have this problem and say, "Oh, he's thirty one, and we've given him a three year deal. He's going to take him to his thirty four, and all of this and that." Well, Vardy's older. They're the same similar profile of player. I reckon Abamyang's better, but similar profile of player. Um, and Vardy's still doing the business. If Abamyang gets us in his three years, if he gets us another fifty goals, it doesn't matter what we paid him because you it's very difficult to find a striker that's gonna get you twenty five plus goals a season. 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if in the next three years he delivers 50, 60 goals, it's money well spent. I mean, we've been, we've been paying Ozil £350,000 <laughs> yeah. for as long as I can remember. And he's probably produced about two assists in two seasons. So, I mean, <laughs> for me, you know, for me, I'm delighted and, and I'm glad we've got that wrapped up. Um, so now we can start looking and focusing on um, the midfield department, which needs to be strengthened. I still think we need one or two in there um, and we need to get three, four, five, maybe even six out. Well, I know it's difficult, but, but yeah, I'm a lot. I'm a, this is the, the most positive I've been um, in an Arsenal transfer window in, in years. I mean, I was quite positive um, in the last year, but but you know, I, I'm looking at it now a little bit of false positivity. You just want players to do well, but when I look at the players we've signed this year, the profile of them, it's exactly what we needed. Um, yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see what obviously what happens on the transfer transfer front for us. I think I think there will be a, a certain mid addition or certainly a um, attacking mid. I think that we that just adds a little bit more creativity. But I do think it would be nice looking at. You know, your you Williams and when Martin any does obviously come back in, we've got young lads that can obviously the, the attacking options. I think we're okay. Um, I get sometimes we do need that added creativity, but with Willian in there, he could play in the middle as well. Um, I think I'll, for me, the priority would be still sort of someone like Partey, who obviously we've been linked with the the whole time. Obviously, it's a shame to see, yeah, it's a shame to see Martinez leave. Um, you know, but again. Last year, before he comes on, before you know, if Leno doesn't get injured, go to sell Martinez. You're probably getting five million. You know, yeah, if that, yeah, if that. and then and then you know, he does that. We get twenty million. All right, go and get another young backup goalkeeper, which is obviously looks like we're we're doing anyway, and uh, doesn't cost you too too much money. You're probably still going to find yourself with fifteen million profit. Torreira goes, hasn't really been playing, hasn't really fitted that that system um, that Arteta wants to um, to put in. Um, you find, you, you know, 20 plus that, you know, we're cutting closer to that 40 million mark. Uh, yeah. A few other players to go out in terms of wages as well. Well, there's your money for, for Partey. Yeah. And then I've got a question for you, Sam. I've got a question go for you. Go on. Do you think we need to strengthen more with a holding midfielder or... A number eight box to box or an attacking? Do you eight. think do an you eight. think William you think we need an eight? So you think we need both ways, can get back but needs to go forward? I, I tell you for yes, and I'll tell you for why. Because yeah. he tried to do it with uh, Sabios and he at times, yes. But when it's a little bit the game's a little bit naughty, yeah. It's not his it's not for him. You know, and and, and that's not taking anything away from Sabios, that's just his game. You know, he's yeah. He's come think, that. Is, is that agility-wise? Because I, I think a big problem for Arsenal at the moment is we struggle to get around the pitch in the middle. So, yes. Torreira can't get around. Caballos can't get around. Xhaka yeah. can't get around. So Where's Aaron Ramsey? We haven't replaced Aaron Ramsey. That, that's, yeah, you know, he's a player, yeah, who I... Who are, you know, I gave a lot of grief at times because he gives the ball away. But I just think in these sort, if he was, if he was allowed to play in this sort of tactical formation, this is where he'd flourish. He never had the opportunity with the with the managers that we had. You know, Wenger was just a little bit nonchalant with the tactics. It was a little bit like just go out there and attack. Then Unai Emery couldn't get him in there properly. He tried, but 
his formation didn't suit him. And then I look and I think, oh, if you were just around for Arteta, if you were just yeah. around for Arteta, you'd have finally got to deliver something it's, for Arsenal. Uh, it's, it, it is it is a real shame because um, yeah, it would have been. I mean, at the same time, you look at um, I know obviously with Aubameyang playing out on the left, but if you had the Alexis Alexis Sanchez that we did have playing in this system as well. Yeah. You know, problems, problems. But yeah. I, I think for me, the eight. Listen, when I look at Partey, can Partey get up and down and do that role? Yes. Like, yeah. I've watched him do it time and time again. The other thing being, having come back from that pedigree with uh, Simeone, you know, they don't, if they're going to lose, it's not because they haven't, you know, put a shift oh, in. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to, we need yeah, that, yeah. we need that fight. And that sometimes yeah. some of them Arsenal lads, I think, once they see one or two doing it, then it gets them going. Like, yeah, it gets yeah, a few yeah. of the others going. So, we kind of need that that person in there at, at times, and you know, I think that we just have that bit of strength. You know, he he would be, you know, our our Dembele in a sense. You know, someone that can do that and and obviously yeah. um, be that sort of general in the middle. You know, Xhaka has got. Listen, since the the madness of him and Arteta coming in, yeah, I've seen a lot. I've seen the Xhaka that we thought we were getting originally, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, at the beginning. Um, so you know, have someone in there with with him, and when you've got these attacking options, it does just slow it up a little bit because we do go forward in numbers. You know, you you need Tierney, whether it's Saka, whether it's Maitland-Niles, yeah. Bellerin, we yeah. go in, we go forward in numbers. Yeah, and we got someone that, like you said, can bust the gut to get back, or be yeah. smart enough to slow the game. Yeah, on, on that break, put his foot on the ball. Yeah, yeah. So me, me personally, him in first um, before before anyone else, um, but who. Who, who am I? I'm not a Premier League manager. I'm a, yeah. I'm a step six combined county manager. What do I know? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that 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 for me would would be key um, to to do that. Um, I know another person that's obviously signed a contract, um, and uh, again, um, Villa fans will be delighted. Um, but don't speak too don't don't speak too fast on this one. Uh, he has to sign a new contract, Jack Grealish, um, five year deal. Now. I'm going to say, hopefully people don't come at me for this too much. I've seen these deals um, being signed before. Um, and then, lo and behold, I it's the next summer, or even as early as the next transfer <laughs> window, that someone goes. Because, obviously, it's the, 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 the they're getting the most um, value out of, uh, out of the player. He got overlooked for the England squad originally. It took a few sickies. <laughs> before he got called up, delighted. You obviously you're going to be delighted, whatever it is. You know you've made the England squad. But does he need to? I asked this question to you. Does he need to be in a bigger side for Gareth Southgate to take him seriously? Um, okay, for me, no. For what for Grealish is one of about two or three players that England have that can do what he does. He can play off the wheel yeah. and he can play through the middle. He can carry the ball and he can beat a man. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I rate him highly. It, it was, it's about, you know what? It's, it's all, it's all not, it's not worked out great for Greenies because of obviously the coronavirus. There's no money in the football market for, for teams to pay what would be the inflated English player price, right? Yeah. So Jack Willis isn't going to get a move. So he's he's probably looked at him and thought, right, I'm at Villa. Uh, the Villa, the, bear in mind, the Villa um, hierarchy spend money. They're paying bit 140 million last season, and they're going great guns again this season. So they've probably said to him, listen, 
we're going to sign this, this, this and this player. We want you to be, continue to be the talisman. We're going to build our team around you. We're going to sign this player next season, this player. We are going, we want to be top half European. He's probably looked at it and said, right, they're going to give me a five-year deal. They're going to sign this player, this player, this player. I've got nothing to lose. I can get into the England squad. If it all falls apart and Villa go down, I get a transfer. And if I'm playing well enough, Man United come and pay the 90 or 100, whatever, 80 million, whatever it will cost to get him out. Jack, Jack Grealish needs a little a little bit more respect. I mean, eight goals. Last season, he scored eight goals. And he got six assists for a very, very bad Villa team. Um, yeah. He was always in the mix. Anything that Villa done good, he was there. Um, I think this season, slightly better players around him. One more season in the league. I'm looking at him. I'm thinking it's double figures in both in both goals and assists for uh, for Grealish this season. Gareth Southgate needs to needs to he needs to look at players like Grealish because they're the players, the ones that can hold the ball, that can beat a man, that can uh, give it and take it back. They're the players that that get you far in the big competitions, the World Cups. You know what I mean? The, the World Cups, the Euros. These teams like Spain and Germany and. And um, and France, it ain't a coincidence. They have players like Pogba, players like Cruz. These players just look after the ball, and that's what you need in the big competitions. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So it's all good, you know, saying yeah, we got Rice and we got this player, we got that player. But it's the ball players like Grealish that we need to get on the ball in the big competitions at the, the final stages um, for us to get further and win these sort of things, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, I, I agree I agree on that point. I think, uh, yeah, we've got to have the different, diff- certainly different styles in there. Um, mm. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I do like Grealish. Um, but it, it, what is it with uh, it, England, England players, shall we say, that we always end up with an overload in one position. <laughs> what year it is. We always have, and at the moment, we've got these sort of creativity, like creative midfielders in there, you know, like you say, your Madisons and your Grealishes, you know, you're, arguably you put, still put Deli Alli in and Foden. Foden, you know, there's all these players, great crop, and you're like, God, you've got to try and find a system. I could make a starting 11 of English right backs that could arguably <laughs> play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's mental. We've got yeah. this, and you know, it was a there was a great debate uh, amongst uh, some of my some of my mates. We were talking about, um, you know, what order you put these fullbacks in, and I think we had uh, we had Trent Trent obviously in there, Wambasaka. You know, you put you put Walker in there, um, and it was just like, well, actually, just just them just them alone. Um, you're going, you know. Any one of Easy, them, isn't it? Any one of them. Reese James now, you know, hit that cracker. He's coming along. You're thinking, just I'm thinking, my God, yeah. Who do you, who do you go and what order do you put that in? I, I was yeah. like, what about what about what? Harry Clabty? What a that came out? Hey, that 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 name got mentioned. <laughs> but I, I, listen, one game. I, I, everyone's had a everyone's had a worldy game. If you haven't had a worldy worldy game at least once in your career, then you know you're probably playing the wrong game. But <laughs> so I'm not gonna get. I'm not putting him in the mix yet. We get. Yeah. Don't be. Don't Mo. Don't be. Don't that, be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that English supporter <laughs> that we start putting our whole World Cup hopes on one yeah. one game. <laughs> don't, be, yeah. don't be that guy. No, uh, but no, I, I agree, mate. I agree. But um, listen, let's let's get look predictions from last week. I don't think it was, we did too bad. It was kind of a kind of a mix. I think um, let, let's. 
this week, let's get some scores on the go. Let's let's try because you know you came out with some some interesting comments last week. <laughs> yeah, this guy's this, he's a brave he's a brave guy. So let's see how brave you are this Wait week. Wait for this week. Wait for this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Right. Uh, we'll we'll go we'll go one by one. We'll we'll put our scores there, and then um, again, feel free guys to um, jump off on on Mo. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be putting his his Twitter up on our on our pages, so you can go direct. At him as much as you like. Don't have to come at the show. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if you agree with us, and if you think that some of us should just um, maybe go and wash our mouth out a little bit. But um, <laughs> let's let's start with uh, we'll start with um, Everton West Brom uh, with your your main man Alan in there. What, what, what score are you going for there? Yeah, Everton West Brom. Um, Everton looked really good. Um, looked really organised. Um, got a lot of attacking threat. As I say, you know, Dominic Calvert Lewin. I know I did laugh it off a bit, but I, I, I can definitely see a market improvement last eighteen months since um, definitely since Duncan Ferguson coming and um, and now Ancelotti. I'm gonna go West West Brom looked a bit toothless. I'm gonna go two nil. To Everton, and West Brom got a lot of sorting out to do. Okay, Mo going down three Yeah, West. Well, I I agree. West Brom. Do they look like they're going to be a side that made improvements to stay in? They just brought um, brought in um, Ivanovic. I, I mean, Ivanovic was done when Chelsea sold him, and now they brought him in <laughs> four now, years later, two years later, whatever it is. Yeah, my God. Yeah, that's going to sort out your defensive issues. Pers- oh, that was that was mind boggling. That one. That's that's one of them. Your agent is your pal. Um, sort me out a last payday, um, <laughs> jobby. Um, it did look, it did look too, and it looked, it looked leggy. Yeah, I like Jake Livermore. I think he's he's a, a bit of myth. He got a bit of creativity in there. He does the nice, does the nasty bits. But at a championship level, yes. Does he look like he's ready for the the prem again? No. Um, do they look like they're going to get you? A goal, no. I'm watching how Robson Carnu, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, he took one shot. They could have laid someone in. I think the ball. I think the ball has only just landed now, back on towards the M4, coming back Ooh, towards wow. London. So um, I don't. I don't see. This. And uh, um, I know there's no fans there, but back at home for Everton um, after gelling a bit more, I'm actually going to go with another three nil win. Um, there, I think there'll be plenty of goals in that one. Um, for me, but yeah, West Brom could be the one that finish finish bottom. Um, your new your new fan team, you've dropped Arsenal. Uh, Leeds, <laughs> Leeds, um, <laughs> dirty Leeds um, against uh, against Fulham. Um, uh, where are you going there? I'm gonna go uh, with my second team, Leeds. Um, I'm gonna go uh, two. I'm gonna go two one. Um, I think Leeds uh, Leeds are a bit susceptible at the back, uh, but they score. They'll score enough goals. So I'm going to go uh, in this one. Two uh, one to Leeds. Two one Leeds. Okay, All right. I think you know what. It's always one of these ones when you uh, when you look at uh, sort of teams that have just played each other. Both that have come up basically yeah. two, two promoted teams, and people look at it again. Oh, it's just almost like a, a championship game. I don't agree with that. I think people just adjust. Like now, you know, people put a bit of respect on their own names. We're a Premiership side now. Play that yeah. one. Um, and I think Leeds have done that. And I'm, I'm totally in agreement with, how, with what you've said. Well, 
most of what you've said about Leeds, mm-hmm. um, whereas Fulham, again, I'm what I was, what, I know, you know, Arsenal Fulham should be a, there should be a golf, but we know what Arsenal can be like at times. And I was just watching, and it was very naive from from Fulham at, at times. Um, and I think, I think Leeds uh, will will dominate this game. Um, personally, I actually I don't see. Here's my thing. I'm going to give you one score. I'm going to say two 0 Leeds. Yeah. That will be, that will be my prediction. If they leave Mitrovic on the bench, why that guy is not playing? I, I, I didn't understand that. He would have caused Arsenal. He would have caused Arsenal. Perfect. That wouldn't have been a nice debut. Perfect player um, to play against us. Uh, in, terms of, in terms of yeah, stature and stuff like that. Going back, he should really have been playing. I, I was saying when I did my fantasy team, I almost put him in because I thought if Fulham are going to score, it's going to be a set piece or something like that. Um, and Mitrovic is going to be the man. Yeah, it's like let's not get him sent off for this game. Let's get him sent off for another <laughs> game. It's like just protect him a little bit. But I don't, I don't know. I think if he plays, I think they'll get a goal. I'm not saying he scores it, but he certainly causes a few yeah. issues for for something to happen there. Um, if not, I'm 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 going with two two nil. But that, I'll go with that if if people want to sort of say, well, you know, where are you putting your hat? I'll, I'll go two nil. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, Man United Palace. This is my first. By the way, this is my first ever game I ever went to uh, as a as a child. I, I went to see uh, United Palace at Sellers Park when Eric Cantona kicked the geezer. So that was a nice welcome to football as a young lad. Um, so, but I don't. This isn't going to be the same sort of game now. Um, Man United Palace, mate. Where where do you see this? Um, I'm going to go. I think it will probably be tighter, tighter than we think. Man U's first game back. Um, I've tipped Man U to do well this season and I think they will they've got to beat teams like Palace at home I'm going to go Man U I'm going to go Man U 2-1 yeah Man U 2-1 on that one Man U 2-1 okay yeah yeah I think Palace Palace got a little bit on the break I think they'll get a goal Um, I think Man U's firepower Pogba fit Fernandez fit. Um, in fact, does Pogba even get to play this? Because was he quarantined? He had he actually had coronavirus, didn't he? Pogba tested positive. Was that Pogba? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the. Um, well, I don't know whether he'll be playing. Different rules. I don't know where he's where he's where whether he'll be back. Um, he'll probably be back with a nice, nice, fresh haircut, uh, ready for it. Whatever happens, <laughs> yeah. that, that guy goes some styles. But um, I listen. I. I I I like Pop. I I like Pop. I'm actually I'm actually a fan of him. And if we actually just let the you know what is it? Let the players play. Sometimes you know you just got to let this guy. You know, let's not be a grand soonest all the time on on the guys. So, but Palace mad penalty shootout yesterday. Um, they lost eleven ten to Bournemouth, which means that's a long night. Um, and you know, nice recovery. It's a bit of recovery time. But now you've obviously got to come up against the United side who, yes, they've not, not played for a while, but should be fresh. Some of them have obviously played, got some football in their legs because obviously you've been playing internationals. Yeah. So, um, 2 nil United yeah. for me. Um, I think they, they've got to... They need the goal difference if they're going to try and finish second. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I don't know where you're going to go with this one. <laughs> oh, big, big lie there. But uh, Arsenal West Ham, our bigger scoreline. Uh, Arsenal West Ham. Don't at me, guys. Three 0 Arsenal. 
Um, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna dominate. I really do think. Unless if he does a madness and leaves them attacking options on the side again, um, four one. Four one bigger. Yeah, I can see. I can see four one. You know what? We've been we've been a lot tighter at the back. More clean sheets uh, under our tower. But I can see four one. If he leaves them, if he leaves them attacking, let them attacking them attacking threats on the bench. Yeah, I like four one as well. Yeah, I'm gonna stay three nil. But yeah, I like four one. I see where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and then oh here we go. This will be an exciting game. Um Southampton at home to Spurs. Southampton at home to Spurs. Um it's hot. it's for after that first performance, a horrible place for, for Spurs to go. Southampton will be workman like, you know, win, lose or draw. Southampton are workman like, you know. So it's 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 gonna be a difficult place to go. Um I'm leaving Harry Kane in my fantasy team for one more week. So, I'm going to go 1-1 <laughs> uh, one, one with Kane goal. one all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, Danny Ings for the other? Uh, uh, Danny Ings for the other. Yeah, Kane and a Kane goal. Kane get off the mark. Okay. Okay. Um... This is a tight. This is a tight one. I think Spurs come back with a with a win here. Um, I'm going. I'm going to go uh, two one Spurs. Um, they have to. Mourinho's not normally a guy that um, normally bounces off a couple of um, sort of bad results. There, I, I don't think he he's not that guy normally. Um, I do worry that they've obviously got to get this. They have to get this win because the Europa games are going to come thick and fast yeah. and they've got to do some travel. So they don't want to be making up too many points having done that travel. So I think he, he goes for it and plays a little bit more expansive football on, on that side. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the mighty, mighty team, New, Newcastle um, at home to Brighton. Who are you taking? Okay, I think this one will be tight. Um Newcastle solid at home. I think I'm gonna go one nil Newcastle. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go yeah. one nil tight Newcastle. Game. Um, yeah, I fancy them to keep it tight at home. Uh, Brighton knock at the door, but you know sometimes <laughs> I don't think they've got the quality to play the way they want to play. Uh, that's why I've sort of. I've tipped him to, to go down this season as well. I think I, I like what he's trying to do. And they were good against Chelsea um, at home. They're always good at home. But I just think away from home, Newcastle strong, um, quite solid. They've got Firepower, Wilson, got Almiron, Sam Maxim. They've got good players. So I'm going to go 1-0 Newcastle. Okay. One I, I, I was actually, impre- I, you know, I was impressed with Brighton. Um, to be fair, um, you know they kept themselves in the game a little bit with Chelsea, and then obviously the quality um, came through. Um, I'm going with one all on this one. Again, a t- tight game. Um, you know, I, I just don't want to. I don't want to be sitting on the fence too long. So I think Aaron was probably that's probably why Aaron did <laughs> yeah. the height to vertigo. He was on then went to Jesuit. Yeah, <laughs> up too high, up too low on that fence. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's caught up with him. Um, hey, this is a big game. This is a big game, though. This is a big game. Chelsea at home to Liverpool. What are your... Where, where are you going with this power. Oh, I'm going to go... It's, it's definitely a high-scoring 
Um, I'm going to go 2-2. Two, two. I can't separate them. <clears throat> I can't separate them. I'm okay. going to say 2-2. Two, two. Uh, yeah. If it was at Anfield, if it was at Anfield, I'd say Liverpool. Uh, just at Chelsea, I think they got enough. I think Werner's very dangerous. Point to, point to prove, having not gone to Liverpool, I think that was his, his favourite destination. Um, Liverpool looks strong. Salah, he's come back this season. And he means business. I don't know if that means now's my time. Barcelona are in need. I'm going to have a good season and I'm going. But he's come back and he's looking serious. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's fair. I think I still think Chelsea haven't quite addressed that that back line. So I don't think uh, you know they're going to see too many clean sheets at this at this time. And and Kepper has got the same syndrome as. Um, Pickford with the T-Rex arms um, <laughs> applying for some of them goals. Um, I actually, I still think Liverpool peak. I think they've just got an, they've got this edge on Chelsea. I don't know what it is. Um, I think they've got it, but I think it will be a little bit tighter than it has been in, in the past. I'm going to go two-one um, Liverpool again. Liverpool's defence hasn't been quite where it needs to be. I think it needs a couple more games to, to get going. Um, let, let's not also forget that Trent Alexander got away with that own goal. Um, he was so glad that flag went up because that was the worst header I've seen he put in into his own net. <laughs> Hopefully you lot saw that as well. Um, almost there. Leicester Burnley. Uh, uh, where do you see this going? Leicester Burnley. Uh, Vardy looking sharp. A lot of problems at Burnley. I don't think he's got the players he wants. Uh, he's losing players. There, you know, Tarkovsky's main man might go. Um, I guess they'll be solid. I, uh, I guess Burnley will be solid. But away from home, Leicester will have too much. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 Leicester. Oh, 2-0. OK, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've, I mean, I've got Burnley. I tip them to go down. Um, and, I, you know, nothing's really changed my mind about that. Um, and looking at how Leicester are, again, another side that maybe take a few games to get going, but got get their results to, um, any, any way that they need to. Vardy being Vardy. Uh, I'm going to sit with you on this one. 2-0 um, Leicester. Um uh, Villa, Sheffield United. Uh, Villa, Sheffield United. It'd be a tight game. Um, you know, Villa got a little bit more firepower now. Um, need to be a bit more solid than about. I think it'll be like a workman-like game. Um, cancel each other out. I'll say 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sheffield United need to bounce back. I think um, Wilder that will, will get that out of them. Um, I actually am going to go for 2-1 Sheffield United but I do think Ollie Watkins gets a debut goal um, for, for me and our last game uh, Wolves Man City another good game to be fair yeah Wolves Man City oh, this, is, this is a tough one to call I think, I think Man City's yeah, Wolves are a little sort of their, their bogey team they always give them a game Um I'm going to say, I'm going to go 2-1 Man City. I think they'll be fresh. They'll be raring to go. Uh, a few new signings around the place. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Man City. 2-1 Man City. Okay, yeah, no. Um, again, it'll be interesting to see how, just, obviously, it's like their first game into the season. Um, Wolves obviously got something under the belt. Um yeah, I think this will be a. I think this will be a, a tighter affair. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to blow them away, but I'm actually still going to go with 
um, two nil City um, for, for me. Um, I just feel that they'll have enough to to get the get the job done, and they know they don't want to be um, playing catch up um, from from the start with with Liverpool. Um, or again, we'll have another another game on them. Um, so yeah, some bold predictions somewhere in there. A few that um, you know shouldn't surprise too many. Um, if obviously if you disagree with us or you've got something to say, um, please let us know. Again, we, we'll always try to interact with you um, throughout the week as, as well. Um, hope you've enjoyed um, second edition of um, playing out of the back. Um, again, please at us. Um, and please don't forget what Mo said in the first week. You can bring that up throughout the whole season. <laughs> um, feel free to at uh, Aaron White as well. Um, ask him about Chesington and how he got on there. Um, check on him and make sure he's okay. Um, but again, thanks for tuning in. Hope to hear your thoughts and catch you on the other side uh, for episode three next week. Good work, mate. That was good, man. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.